Today's micro podcast is brought to you by Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. They've got over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash jumbled. Let's get to the podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. I'm Zach. And I'm Johnny. <laughs> Did you forget who you were for a second? A brief moment. Yes, a very, very brief moment. Um, I was going to make a comment about getting punched in the face repeatedly, but I had lunch with my mother this week, and uh, she expressed some, some concerns for my already existing TBI and if I'm making it worse. Um, so, no, Mom, I did not get punched in the face today at the gym. Your TBI. Yeah, traumatic brain injuries. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. I didn't know we were slapping an acronym on everything nowadays. Uh, Zach, that is a pretty confirmed medical term. Uh, you should read WebMD more. Well, I have heard of chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Oh yeah, man. So I've heard there's some breakthroughs on being able to test that in a live person um, because they until now and i don't know if it's i think it's still in like trials right now Mm -hmm. um but they could only test for cte um once you were deceased um so i'm both excited and terrified yeah i that's sort of one of those things like is there i guess that's the first step because then you have to then they have to see if there's a way to treat it yeah treat it and alleviate some of the symptoms or i don't think there's a way to treat it what i think is going to happen or so i i'm i'm not going to make light of anyone who has cte by saying that i legitimately think i have cte but i do legitimately think i have cte um and that's pretty simple played football fighting Mm-hmm. Soccer is a really big one for CTE. Like, it's not just football. And, like, um, right you, before we started recording, you also threatened to murder me and my t- entire family on Skype. Like, and then you just kept going. Like, nothing happened. Well, you kept me waiting for 15 seconds, Zach. <laughs> Don't you fucking ever do that again! Listen, dude, listen. But you gotta, you gotta reel it in. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. that you can't, you can't be all CTE. You can't get all CTE on me, you know? Um, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Um, but for real, uh, I do have some CTE symptoms. Um, and where I think it's going to be really, really helpful, um, especially for people who have much more severe symptoms than I do, um, to be able to know that what they're going through is there's a cause to it. Sure. Like a physical cause to it. Sure. Um, because I think that's one of the biggest challenges for people dealing with with CTE and and any mental health issues. To be honest, and it'll be interesting to see how, how where CTE falls within that. Mm-hmm. Um, but to know that I am feeling this way because of a biological reason. Gotcha. Um, and then to be able to figure out how to treat it, and then I think that opens up a lot of psychological treatment. I don't think there's going to be. I think we're a long ways away from. Um, like a pill treatment per se, like just say, take this pill and it will, you know, regrow your brain and fix all the, the fucked up connections. Right. But I think you'll be able to use like cognitive behavioral therapy, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So recognizing that, 
oh, I'm feeling depressed. I need to recognize that I'm feeling depressed and that this is likely because of a brain injury and that it's okay and that I will get through this. Um, but that's really hard to uh, to do sometimes, right? Yeah, exactly. You know how they're going to end up fixing it? Hmm. Nanobots, dude. Ooh, man. Nanotechnology is really exciting to me. Um, and I never thought of a, the application for for stuff like that, but that 100% makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. I'll have a bionic brain. Yeah, dude. And then they'll just plug me right into the Google machine and... I'll buy everything because Google will have a direct line into my brain so they'll know what I want or they'll be able to tell me what I want Yeah, and they'll be able to control my impulses to buy, which I already have really bad purchasing impulse control. Sure. Um, but I won't have CTE, so I'll be broke. Here, you know what? I, but, I just blew my own mind. So, Oh, baby. So say you have CTE, okay? Mm-hmm. You upload your brain to a machine. Mm-hmm. Will that machine be smart enough to progress as a human would? And if so, would that also progress your 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 CTE? And would you become more and more enraged as a robot? So I'm not I'm not a doctor, and I've said that numerous times. Um, <laughs> So, yeah. so my understanding of of CTE is that it's it's the physical damage to the brain and the pathways. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, so if you were taking just the data, you'd be able to tag the certain data that would reflect the the side effects of CTE or the symptoms of CTE. I should say okay. not side effects. Um, and then be able the computers. We'll just say the computer for whatever, because I'm also not into technology that much, um, would be able to read those tags and say, oh, this is, you know, not the right behavior or thought pattern, and this is how we change it. Mm. And then if they could upload that back into your brain, holy fuck, we're solving the world's problems right now, Zach. Yeah, and would... So, but there's also something that's probably a little bit... Uh, that'll be like something they'll talk about in the future is like say somebody I don't know would they would they try to clean up your brain you know or would they try to make it more well I think if you can repair the physical damage the the outcomes or the the side effects of that repair would be improved um cognitive function right so right if there's so if this part of your brain is damaged in this way it causes rage mm-hmm. or depression to say well if we repair that connection in your brain does it get rid of that right so yes i guess there could be like the inverse of that would be oh here's you know here's the response that makes you really happy if we tune that or tinker with that does it make you not happy and I, essentially maybe that's the cause again i'm not a doctor i should probably read up on this more but ignorance is bliss and uh, i like to just live my life and enjoy it as as much as i can for the time that i have and when that's over you know yolo um (laughs) but uh that's maybe that's part of it is that the part of your brain that that repress or suppresses 
the like depression mm-hmm. um, is damaged and it causes that depression, mm-hmm. right? So your brain's not able to understand or control those feelings and it causes more frustration, which then amplifies, you know, the other feelings of that you're having around, you know, anger and depression right. and whatnot. And, and then I think it's, it's just kind of snowballs. So I'd imagine that if you could repair the connection in the tissue within the brain so that it could pro- operate properly, that you would then, um, you know, have the positive side or the positive effects of that and then be able to, to manage that appropriately. Hmm. Something to chew on, you know, I'm no doctor either. And I'm in no condition to do any kind of hard thinking. Johnny, I, I, I'm sure you saw on Facebook, uh, maybe you didn't because you're not on there that often, but I worked 19 hours yesterday. Yeah, I saw it was because you sexually assaulted someone or something? Yeah. Well, no, that's what I was doing all day. I worked 19 hours sexually assaulting somebody. Oh, wow. Um, so I'm going to report you to the police now. Okay, well, I guess I guess the podcast is over. And... Yo, bro, I'm totally going to swat you. <clears throat> no, so yesterday... All right, well, I'm not going to get all into it because it's a long, long fucking story. But we're doing a lot of renovations at work. We're building out an entire new floor. We have to move. I, I do IT stuff, so we're having to move people around. And then some of the people that we had to move were dependent on other people moving before them. So the it was a 19-hour work day. Now, granted, <clears throat> I am... Uh, I'm hourly. I get paid very nicely per hour, but mm-hmm. that means that any overtime I accrue is, you know, as long as it's under sixty hours, is time and a half, and then Ooh, baby. and then over sixty hours would be double time. I don't think I'm going to be getting any double time pay, but for one day, get your ass back to work, bud. Yeah, for one day I did half pretty much half a work week worth of work yeah um so we we talked about it before we started that going into the actual episode but um today is going to be the first microcast because zach is severely sleep deprived which is also why this episode is coming out a little bit late um also because i'm not brave enough to try and do a solo cast um <laughs> you'll get I'm there also you'll get there one day i'm also very lazy and um (laughs) yesterday when zach was like yo man i'm still at work and it's like 9 p.m i don't think i'm gonna be able to record tonight uh my first thought was all right i'm gonna hit the sticks and play some video games for a (laughs) little dude yeah (laughs) totally and that's just so you jumbled guys know we love you dearly and we love jumbled and we love doing this um but it is it is a a labor of love and it's a passion project right um and we have real lives and and zach especially has a very busy life with kids um and we're gonna do our best to to put these episodes out um every wednesday morning for you Mm -hmm. but uh as you all know life happens and sometimes it's just it's either not possible or it's not worth making that possibility come right. um, come true. Right. So forgive us, but we will get something out. Um, and, 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 you know, 
worst case scenario is you get a, a recast, which isn't which isn't bad. I've actually gotten a lot of good feedback on people getting to take a second listen at <laughs> excuse me at some of those episodes. Yeah, um, catch stuff which is pretty you forget. Cool. And... Yeah, you know, and you just a lot of people listen to the episodes while they're at work or they're driving, sure. and and you're you're paying attention, but you're not you're maybe you're not sitting there, you know, hanging on every single word. Right. Um, and I do think that's the beauty of our podcast. A lot of people say they love putting it on and they catch little snippets of, you know, something good and then they fade out and then they, they get drawn back in by the topic or something someone says. Yeah. Um, and I'm completely okay with that. I don't mind being background noise. I do the same thing with every podcast I listen to. Sure. Um, I don't think anybody somebody... really listens to the – like, like uh, if somebody is glued to – their head if they have their headphones glued in their ears and they're listening to every single word of a three-hour joe rogan podcast granted joe rogan is great and i'm not not taking anything away from joe because obviously he's going to be on the podcast soon um (laughs) but no i mean i think at some point every podcast or anything you're listening to can become um can become just background noise because People are also doing other things while they're, you know, listening to us. It's not like, it's not like we are giving pop quizzes at the end of our episodes and and require. Although we could for special jumbled swag. Ooh, Ooh, there's an idea. Um. So yeah, this one this one will be a micro cast. Uh, and when we say micro, uh, pretty much just like around thirty minutes is what I'm planning on. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. We we hit to 30, and then, you know, we fill it full of ads, and we get to, like, 40, 45 minutes. We're going to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to be I'm just gonna be throwing out ads for a lot of, like, local businesses and shit that, like, nobody, nobody in fucking anywhere else will care at all about, you know, fucking, I don't know. I can't even think of a business right now. That's how sleep-deprived I am, dude. Mm, yeah, you... You look a little bit like a zombie. Yeah, um, I feel like one too. So you know that's good. Uh, so is that officially your longest shift you've ever worked? At this job, yeah, I would say I I might have worked more, like in the span of a day. Cumulatively, yeah. yeah. But definitely, and I didn't. I don't think I even really. I, I, well, I had lunch and a dinner break, but it wasn't like a break break. It was that like, doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> you're shoving shit down your face hole really quick and then right. getting back to work. Um, the longest shift I've ever done, and not that this is a pissing contest, is uh, 24 hours straight. Holy shit! Uh, um, and it, it was when I was in trades, and there was a significant emergency, um, and uh, yeah, I was waist deep in water for a lot of it too um which was real fun yay mm-hmm. to talk about a micro peen <laughs> it turtled dude oh my god it was like get me out of here all right guys let's stop to take a second to talk about our sponsor for today's podcast audible you guys know about audible we talk about them all the time we love them head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled The book that I'm going to be recommending for the month of January, kicking it off right here in 2019, is, I must say, My Life as a Humble Comedy Legend by Martin Short, narrated by the man himself. It's a memoir 
talking about his early days on uh, in Second City, also in Saturday Night Live, and his his famous movies that he's been in through, throughout his life and his career. But he also gets into his uh, his private life, where he talks about how he lost his eldest brother and both of his parents by the time he turned 20 years old, and how he most recently lost his wife of 30 years to cancer. So it, it's a bit of a roller coaster, but it really lets you inside of the uh, mind of the man who you all know and love, Martin Short. Uh, it's a great, great, great listen, so I'd re- really recommend that one. But if there's something else you guys want to listen to, of course, they have over 180,000 different titles that you can listen to. So feel free to listen to whatever else you like. I personally really recommend Martin Short. He's a, he's a comedy legend. He's, he's a titan in, in that regard. And uh, I think it would be a, I mean, it's eight hours and 40 minutes of your time that would be well spent. So give that a shot uh, and let us know what you think. Thanks, Audible, and let's get back to the podcast because there's going to be a little bit more that we need to listen to. You're, I'm going to go. You're, I'm going to go check out my friend the throat, and, and that's actually how your dick grew gills. Don't lie, dude. Yeah, and now I can breathe underwater real well. <laughs> so only downside is now you got to fight it every time you're in the pool, you know, because it wants to swim away. It's a faster swimmer than me. What can I say? It just you you jump it just in goes. So this is a very visual thing that I'm doing right now. But you're but you're getting pulled behind your dick. I'm yeah. thinking like your dick is almost like a like a dolphin where it's like it's like yeah it's like if a normal person God it didn't take us long uh, <laughs> 15 minutes to get into the dick talk. Um, it's like if a normal person just strapped a dolphin to their waist and then jumped in the water and that dolphin's going. Wherever that dolphin goes, your body's following. And your arms are just flailing. You're just along for the ride. Why did you mm-hmm. why did you decide it was a good idea to put swim trunks on that day? You just trying to keep your guild dick <laughs> happy or something? Yeah, man. You gotta let the beast free. Um <laughs> but I was the fastest man in that water, let me tell you. Yeah, you won the uh you won the freestyle that time, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, that is one thing. There are times in my job where I'm sitting at my desk and I'm just hammering my head on something and uh i really really missed the time like the days where it was like this is broken fix it and that was my job for the day like this motor is broken or this pump is broken just fix it and uh, i loved that puzzle and i mean it gets redundant at times don't get me wrong what i don't miss about trades um is being on call and carrying that pager right and and the it's really weird what it does to your sleep where I would I would wake up every thirty minutes and check my pager, um, to make sure that I didn't didn't miss a call. I was so worried about missing a call. Yeah, that's awful, man. I I, mm-hmm. I could easily sleep through something like that. So some people are just, you know, not made to do trade work like that. Yeah, that's the thing <laughs> though. Like, I my I'm not a heavy sleeper by any means. Mm-hmm. And I mean, granted, I'm I have some hearing issues, so that adds an extra challenge. But when it's quiet in the house and, and something goes bump in the night, I wake up real quick. Yeah. Um, I also, am, Zach, I'm a little bit scared that I'm becoming like one of those paranoid preppers. Do you have a Do you have a fallout shelter? Uh, I don't have a shelter, but I have a plan, and I have a stockpile of ammunition. 
Well, um, you've been posting a whole a whole lot of shit on Snapchat. You just shooting guns. I feel like you're just practicing. You're just you're just preparing for the day where you gotta fight off a horde of zombies or, or I know, I'm ready. Pe- I'm ready. Or people with measles because they're <laughs> not vaccinating their children. God damn anti vaxxers. Man, I had to have a convers I had to explain this again to someone in my gym. Um so I'm coming off of tonsillitis, which is why I'm coughing a little bit and a little bit congested. Mm-hmm. Also, why I wasn't mad that we didn't record yesterday because it gave me one extra day to rest my throat. Um, and then you were sucking all the, sucking all that D all day long, so then you all the it D, all up. D, man deep throat lozenge got to get right to the point of infection. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, my buddy at the gym who doesn't believe in vaccinations um, for a religious reason, um, he's Muslim, and okay. I'm not saying anything bad. I have a lot of friends that are Muslim. I love them dearly. Um, but he, we had a talk about it, uh, about like what what constitutes as haram. Um, and he said that um, vaccinations do because it, it's giving you parts of that disease or that infection or whatever. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like I get yeah. that. Um, and then today he was like, oh, like you're feeling better. That's good. Um, like you were sick and a couple other guys from our team were sick. And he's like, and you guys all got flu shots. See, they don't work. And I was like, motherfucker, do you know why they don't work? Do you know why they don't work? It's because there's motherfuckers like you going around not getting the flu shot. And then you get sick and then the disease mutates. And then the, the immunization that I have isn't prepared for that mutation. Right. And then everyone gets sick. Like, come on, man. Right. Yeah, because there are so many different strains. And they can only predict what the popular strain is going to be for that year. You know? Exactly. So I, I did get a flu shot. I typically don't but Mm. um i rarely ever get like i i think i've maybe had the flu like diagnosed with the flu twice in my life that's the thing i don't really get the flu i do get other sicknesses and i have nose and sinus issues so the littlest thing sounds a lot worse in me because of my nose um but uh that's the nice thing about working in in a medical building is that it's so easy to get a flu shot. Oh, yeah. So easy. Actually, last year when I got a flu shot, I was walking through the Foothills Hospital, and it, a nurse, granted, she was kind of cute, um, <laughs> grabbed me and was like, follow me. And I was like, oh, where are we going? And she's like, you're getting your flu shot today. And I was like, oh, all right. I guess I'm getting a flu shot. But she basically manhandled me into into like this giant nurse station, and they were just stabbing people left and right. Um so I was like, all right, well, I wasn't planning on she getting was, one today, but she was shaking the shiny ball up in the air, and then yeah, with her like, other ball, ball, with the ball. other hand, she got you while you yeah, weren't paying yeah. attention. Uh, but bet your ass, I ate those damn cookies, and I took a sucker. I double dipped. <laughs> See, like, I don't, I don't. They, we don't get candies and fucking cookies and stuff whenever, because that's just normal, right? In America. In America, it's just normal to eat candies and cookies all the time. Um, so. Yeah, well, that's true. Um, and plus, you would, your health care is a lot more complex, so you guys would have to pay an extra $1,000 for those cookies. So True. Because you true. know a cookie you get from a nurse is worth a hell of a lot more. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's got to be medical grade. 
It's got to be pure medical grade cookie. <laughs> um, so Al's Al's in Toronto right now for work. Yeah, how you holding up? Um, it, good. Uh, busy. Lo- doing lots of things. Lots of house things. We got new lights today, and nice. I got to take. Gus is getting teeth cleaned tomorrow. Um, so I came home after after work and um, let the dogs out. And then I played fetch with them for about 40 minutes and um, altered my gym schedule a little bit and fed them and all was good. And then I came home. I was like, oh, I'm going to go record. And I figured that the, we were going to do a microcast. So I was like, okay, they can chill for 30 minutes and then I'll go and I'll take them for a walk or I'll play fetch with them or something. And right. they'll be okay. Um, so our tenant just sent me a text saying there was a puppy meltdown and my one dog Winnie um, ate her metal food bowl so (laughs) if there's barking going on in the background earlier in this episode I apologize Um, I can't hear it but uh, yeah she ate a bowl so I'm gonna have to deal with that tonight that's gonna be fun oh yeah dude Mm, I don't think she actually ingested any of it she just just destroyed this fucking bowl well dogs will be dogs unless you're you have a dog like mine uh in which case your dog will be a cat my dog is very cat-like not because really not because it jumps up on things or it's not agile like a cat it just just ignores everything pretty much doesn't like to be around people for the most part Hmm. Uh, goes and hides in the bedroom and lays down for the most part all day long. Our, we our dogs have two very separate personalities. It's really interesting. Yeah. Gus, um, his nickname is El Gordo. Okay. Um, or Loaf. I like calling him Loaf because <laughs> he is just a fat, lazy fuck, and he he thinks he's a lap dog. He just wants to snuggle all day. Yeah. And then, then we have Winnie, also known as Pigeon, okay, or Killer. Um, she's half his size, and she is a vicious little girl. I love her. She is, she like, if she was a different breed of dog, she'd make an incredible service dog. And by service, I mean like in the canine unit for the military or something, because she loves to wrestle. She loves to fetch. She loves to just destroy things. Yeah, but you shoved all that inside of a... Uh... A corgi. <laughs> <laughs> so she thinks she's a lot bigger and tougher than she really is. But I have sure. to say, because um, Gus is really Gus is pretty big for a corgi, and they wrestle quite a bit. And uh, he never took it easy on her. Mm-hmm. And she can hold her own. I'm quite... She's a feisty little girl. I love her. I love her. Yeah, um, and I love that she likes to play fetch. Gus is, Gus likes to chase the ball and then just eat the ball. <laughs> Winnie just loves the idea of chasing something down and just thrashing it and then bringing it back. Like, do it again, do it again, please. <laughs> My dog uh, is the exact opposite. My dog wants nothing to do with your toys. Really? Yep, nothing to do with them. So you have tennis ball, you throw it. Now in the younger days. She might have ran off after that ball. And then just sit down when she got to it. <laughs> She'll maybe pick it up in her mouth for a second and then just drop it and walk away. <laughs> and not bring it back. <clears throat> not So then you have to walk to the ball. 
and then eventually she just stops chasing it all together. Yeah, Gus was kind of like that too. I desperately tried to get Gus into fetch because um, we had him for a couple of years before, or a year and a half or so longer before we got Winnie. Um, and uh, he really struggled with the concept of bringing the thing back. He loved to go and get it. Right. And then he would just sit down and he would just just relax and chew it. Like, God damn it, dog. <laughs> it's funny. But Winnie, for whatever reason, I never actually had to teach or train Winnie to fetch. She just naturally just goes for it. She And it's so fun to watch her in the backyard. Yeah. She loses her goddamn mind. It's the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> I should take a video and, and I'll send it to you and you can throw it up on the on the on the grams absolutely i will do that um mm-hmm. one thing i wanted to get in sorry i've been fighting off a yawn for 20, like 20 seconds i know you you and i keep passing secret yawns back i can see I you flexing trying to hold it in and then i'm i'm fighting off one right now because we're talking about it God damn. <laughs> um i wanted to <clears throat> see if this is the same for you so anytime there's any kind of uh adverse uh weather in the states i like to call or people people run to the store and they get the french toast survival kit which is which is just milk bread eggs and all well i mean milk milk and eggs that expire when you lose power yeah, milk, bread and eggs okay but they're but they're making french toast you know so that, oh, so that's, that's interesting. So that's what I that's what I like to call it. I, what I want to know is there a Canadian equivalent to that? Is there something uh, that when you have adverse uh, weather, people are running out and buying in in you can't find any any of it? I so I'm wondering. This is really interesting because I know Kansas City has a winter, but I don't. You guys don't really have a devastating winter. Um, and I, so I don't, as to the best of my knowledge, I'm going to say no. Um, and I'm going to generalize and say because Canadian winters are harsher, we're generally better prepared. And when those situations happen, I'm sure there's people who get disposable or, um, yeah, whatever, perishable foods is what I was looking for. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, people are stocking up on canned goods and dried goods and water um thinking for the long term because it's not uncommon for parts of canada to have an ice storm and lose power for a week in minus 40 degree fahrenheit weather um so it's an interesting take on it um i do remember being in iowa and there being three inches of snow and people calling it a blizzard so (laughs) what i will say is here recently we got like eight or eight or nine inches that's yeah, and that's snow? a pretty good amount of snow. Yeah, and uh, did the city shut down? I mean, state of emergency. No, actually, I mean it happened on a Friday, and then throughout the weekend they hit the roads enough with you know they they got the uh, the plows out and everything, so they were able to clear the roads enough. Do you guys have multiple plows? I feel like you would just have a plow. No, they actually have like a. And it's Homer, Mister Plow. Yeah, exactly. No, they they have like usually a couple at a time one following the other but do you even have winter tires on your car i just have tires dude i don't yeah exactly we've talked so that's, about and that's, that and we've talked about that on the podcast we have that's right yeah so i think that's a big 
um, differentiating factor. Um, but it's good to be prepared, mm-hmm. and this kind of loops back perfectly to my paranoia of of guns. I'm getting to the point now where I get a weird sense of anxiety when Allie and I travel. Really? Yeah. Just like, like you're you're thinking something might happen. My worst my worst fear when we travel is oh fuck this is the end of the world and we're however however far we are away from like my my setups. Mm. And then and I don't know it's is really weird. I, that's I'm probably people are gonna think I'm fucking batshit crazy and maybe I am. Um, <laughs> another full circle. Hello TBI. Uh, <laughs> right. Right, but uh, but yeah, so we're we're going we're going on a little trip this weekend to a friend's cabin um, out in the mountains, and it's about a four hour drive. And I literally had a a bit of an anxiety attack today of what gun should I bring or what could I bring that would be small enough that people won't notice? Because here's the added complexity in Canada: um, we can have handguns, but you can't you can't carry them. Um, and you can't, you can't take them with you to places without getting another permit. And it's not worth me calling the RCMP to ask for a permit to bring it to like Wes's cottage. Cause you have to say, why am I bringing it there? And I can't say, uh, because I'm paranoid. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to bring guns that aren't registered Gotcha. because there are, there's a classification of firearms that don't have to be registered, but they're typically long guns. And I don't want to be that crazy guy. So... And then I have to think of, well, what's my alternate my alternate plan right. if we're four hours away and then the zombie apocalypse happens? <laughs> and it's just I can't deal with it. Walmart, dude. Anywhere you are, just find the nearest Walmart. Walmarts here don't sell guns, man. They don't? No. Weird. All right. Well, sorry for you. That's where I'm going to be. And that's a, good, that's a good second thought, but that's also where you and... 50% of the population that are Democrats who don't believe in guns, and I know I'm being really general there, um, are going to go too because they're like, oh, fuck, I wish I had a gun now. And then you're just going to be flooded by all these people who are trying to get weapons and ammunition. Yeah. Well. So I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, you need like a few thousand rounds like I have at any given time for multiple different guns. Right. Um, but you should have something. Yeah, I mean, here pretty soon I'm going to start Ubering to make a little extra money. Um, so I can... Well, number one, I need to get a new car. So got to be able to uh, make a little bit of extra cash so that I can mm-hmm. pay for that car loan. And then also just be able to pocket some and pay other things down or just you know go on vacation or whatever so uh things i need to do but but and one of the things i want to do is is go through some classes and i'm not i don't know a lot about um about guns in general so i i i would like to go through a class and get uh concealed carry for just like a handgun i'm so proud of you one that you're open to getting a firearm to that you want to learn how to use it properly and train. And that's the biggest thing. I love the Canadian system for that reason, where if you want to get a firearm in Canada, you have to take a class and (coughs) excuse me. It's not a difficult class, but it's a great starting point. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but I, as you pointed out, I train with firearms regularly, right? Like regular, and I used to compete, and so being a competitive shooter, and Al, Al jokes too because like sometimes we'll be watching a movie, and I will put my holster on, and I will just practice drawing my pistol and dry firing while we're watching a movie. And she thinks I'm ridiculous, but it's it's how you get smooth, and it's how like slow is smooth and smooth is fast and it's just it's all muscle memory right Mm -hmm. but it's putting in that amount of effort into training so that i know that in a stress situation you always revert back to your lowest level of training and i want my lowest level of training to be better than the next person you know sure that makes sense i'm always trying to do more than than the other person that could be like my my enemy the russians invade let's say because that you know that's probably going to happen at um, some point yeah so and not saying that i'm on the level of, of a russian soldier at all but um did you know have grown up around guns shoot all the time and i practice and I, it's interesting to me too when i go go to the shooting range and you see people who think they know a lot about guns and they just go and they have really bad form and they just shoot really fast and shoot a bunch of rounds and there's no um, they're not methodical about how they're shooting or how they're training um, where I will go to the range and I'll actually do drills and like practice. What do I want to practice today? Let's do that um, and address that. So I'm glad to hear that that's something you want to do. I am so envious that you can conceal carry or get a concealed carry permit. Yeah. Um, I wish we could, but that will probably never happen in Canada, unfortunately. Well, sorry for you, dude. Um mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway, I'm cutting it off here, Johnny. My eyes are starting to get droopy, dude. Yeah, you look like you got punched in the face by Mike Tyson. <laughs> you got some serious bags going on under there. Yeah, man. Um, so if you guys want to reach out to us, uh, feel free to do so on social media. Just search for Jumbled Podcast. We're out there. If you want to send an email, that would be jumbledpodcast@gmail.com or johnny.jumbled@gmail.com. I want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and take advantage of that free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. Um, I'm getting ready to pick a new audiobook out myself. So I, uh, yeah, just, you know, a little bit of of easy listening stuff. A little bit of, uh, I don't know, some, some good good practices for my for my life so trying to get my mm-hmm. get my shit in order get organized so uh so yeah looking forward to that um and uh maybe i'll maybe i'll let you guys know about that um <clears throat> about what i what i figure out or what i'm l- gonna listen to uh but regardless head over and take advantage of that because it's a good deal and uh head over to patreon.com slash jumbled and get us an address or one of the other tiers Whichever one you want to do, uh, that would be fine by us. <clears throat> That's going to do it, though. Uh, we will uh, be back next week, hopefully with the, uh, at least with the intention of a full week of, uh, of, <laughs> of a, or a full episode this coming week. And, uh, you know, hopefully I can actually get Larry on this coming week, but it's, it's just been, it's been busy and yeah larry busy. quit teasing me with your appearance here oh it's not <laughs> uh, honey dicking me <laughs> no it's 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 not on larry this time there's just been too much going on but all good yep anyway we will see you guys next week for another 
episode of Jumbled, your favorite podcast. About brain surgery. <laughs> God, I need it. I feel like I need it at this point. Uh, we'll see you guys next All right. Get some sleep. Uh, I plan on it. See you guys.